Hi friends! Hello and welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart with Estitude. Where we share lifestyle, share inspiring stories and engaging stories in your journey to awesome living. So I would like to introduce to you a series that will be starting here on the podcast channel titled The Conversation Series. Now the Conversation Series is um, going to be focused on addressing issues like um, life issues young adults face you know so i'll be inviting people over to the podcast channel we'll be having some sort of conversations and interviews around um, um issues young adults face so i'll invite mostly young adults so we'll talk about issues they face in particular areas and um how they've addressed these issues and all of that just so we can learn together as we journey to live our best lives Today, I'll be discussing or having a conversation with Daniel around adulting and all that comes with it. Um, but before we get into it, I'm just going to let Daniel introduce himself. So, Daniel, over to you. Hi, Esther. Thank you very much. My name, as you rightly mentioned, is Daniel Shudamala. I like to be called Dan Shudams for short. And uh, uh, what I do, I have a normal nine to five job and I do that alongside content creation. Content creation is what I do when I'm not at my night five job and do a lot of video editing, blogging, um, uh, to do designs, graphic designs, and a lot of things that go around digital marketing. I like to do that to promote brands and to promote um, my own brand as well, basically. Right. Wow. So do you care to tell us what your night five is? Okay, uh, my night five is in banking. You banking, yeah. So banker and a content creator. Interesting. Also, another thing, just to put context, is you can just like, are you in Nigeria? Because we have listeners across Nigeria and other countries. Yes, I'm Nigerian. Nigerian, yeah. Cool. So we have Daniel Shudamola, a banker by day and content creator at all at other times it's good to have you here and just to also put context to this i am esther the host and um it's a developer by day <laughs> a content creator podcast blog, blogging and other things and social entrepreneur at other times so today we're going to be discussing around adulting so i'm going to be asking daniel some questions and he will also ask you some questions but uh, before we start, right, I just want you to like speak to adulting. What, what do you think adulting is, you know? Because I'm sure, I'm not sure if that's a word, if it's a word in the dictionary yet, but so we'll be wondering, so what's adulting? adulting? Do you care to like speak to that? Okay, um, well, I believe adulting has to do, is a, is a stage in growth in life. So just the way we move from, we move from childhood, from childhood to um, to the teenage age and then to um, adulting. That's why I like I like to categorize it in three phases. From childhood <laughs> to that mid age and then to um, adulthood. So that mid mid age is usually categorized as the youthful age, you know. So adulting I think is the is the is the years after youthful age. So you would say it's when you're becoming legally responsible 
whatever that means in your country, whether it's 1821 and all of that, right? Yeah, you're right, right. Okay, so adulting. I know that for me, adulting began to really be, adulting was, began to be a thing when probably I left uni, you know, I left the university and then began to like face life and I realized I had to be responsible for some things that my parents would would usually be responsible for and then it just many times it'll be like whoa they didn't tell us it was going to be like this <laughs> yeah. i want to go back and be a child <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know for some people uh, you know i would hope our listeners to just share with us uh, maybe later when they listen and just tell us what adulting means to them so i would just want to i would just want to ask you like do you want to share with us what it has been for you your adulting experience was it just a smooth ride was there anything that threw you curves and you're like oh i wasn't expecting that okay um so let me let me just add a little bit more to my adulting definition so i just i just simply mentioned three stages and i said adulting is one of the stages of growth but i need to also be specific about what um when adulting pops up for each person so for i mean i believe um, so that's my definition. I believe adulting is the, the point where you take responsibility for a lot of things in your life. So where there's a transfer, there's a transfer of um, should I use the word button from your parents to yourself. So your parents at a point have been taking care of you, have been taking responsibility for a lot of things about your life. But the moment where you take the button and you begin to take responsibility for it part of your life i mean that's that i believe is adulting and um it can come at different stages it comes at different stages for different people so you mentioned when you graduated from the university was when the adulting thing began to take its place for you but for some people it comes even before they enter the university so it comes even while they're young while they're they're in their teenage age and all that so um it comes i believe it comes at different times for different people because we all have different experiences in life uh, yeah. I, for, for me, for me, for me, for me, no, let me talk about me. You know, I, I for mine, mine began to take its place gradually. It, 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 it began to take its place gradually, and it started from me consciously wanting to um, take responsibility for myself. And for me, I would say it started just the year I entered the university. Just the year I entered the university. So, I, just the year I entered the university, I began to take responsibility for some things about my finances some things around um um other aspects of life my physical my finances and to um every other aspect of life so the so when i graduated from the university i was still i mean i was still um, under my parents but a core part of my life let's say 50 percent of it had already been i already took charge of them so the point where I, i i i began to realize that my parents were not going to be taking responsibility for those core parts of my life, such as my finances, my my physical okay. life, my spiritual life, to my social, yeah. my emotional, all that came around, okay. um, came fully for me at 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 the point where I got my, where I had to get my first job, and so when I had to get my first job, I knew that that was the point where, I mean, I had to take responsibility for a lot of things, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, from there. I'd say um, adulting setting for me fully. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. I think I think based on your definition, which I think is very valid, I um adulting actually will take place for different people at different phases of their lives. And for some it could be really early, maybe because of life circumstances. Mm-hmm. For some also it may even come later because probably they have just have many things been taken care of for them and they don't have to like worry about these things. Yeah. Once they really now begin to realize that I need to start being responsible. So if you put it that way, I would say that for some some certain for some certain aspects of my life too, mm-hmm. I probably started becoming more responsible when I got to university because you now need to learn to take care of yourself. Yeah. Your mom is not there every time to like give you advice on who to work with mm-hmm. or I mean I feel like there was just like financial support True. but I think it was in my fin- final year I began to like try out other things to say okay, what can I just like financially support myself mm-hmm. but in terms of like emotional and um, maturity and all you have to now learn to do life by yourself True. right so yeah I think I think that's um, that's key I think so I'll just go to one question that, that I think or an issue I think many of us face um as we adults, right? Let's just use that word. Okay. So I think when, when you when you begin to realize you're in this adulting phase, I think they call you a young adult. So when you when you when you begin to um, journey in life and you you become a young adult, I think one of the major things you have to face is decision making. I think that's one of the major things that adulting brings with it that you now have to you have to determine. Oh, should I take this step? You know, something that you just call your mom, hello. Should I do this? Now you have to think for yourself. Sure. You want to know, should I do this or not? This sometimes it comes up like major decisions, who to work with, who to do this. And you just need to do it for yourself. So how has it been for you in terms of decision making? And are there any particular things you do to ensure that you're, you're making the right choices? Okay, decision making. And that's very, very key. I mean, very key question you asked. So, um, for me, the, the, the first point I would say, I began to make important decisions on my own. Started when okay. I had to, start, when I made a choice of what um, department I'll be going to in secondary school. So in, in, the, in the senior secondary school system we have here in Nigeria, we have this science class, the arts class, and then we have the commercial class. So that was the point where I started to make decisions. I mean, my own decisions. Yeah, before, prior to that, my parents were making decisions about what school to attend and all those little basic things. But I uh, know having to make a decision about what, what course to study was, was also very important to me. But thankfully, it was not so hard for me because I fell in love with economics before then. So I already made up my mind I was going to study, I was going to go into the commercial department and study economics. So, um, going further to more important decisions like what university I was going to go to and what course I was going to study at the university. You know, I mentioned earlier that um, I already fell in love with economics. So it was, I already made up my mind I was going to study economics in the university while I was in the secondary school. Yeah, so as to what choice of university, one way or the other as well, I also made up my mind. And that was because um, I I liked the idea of Ilefe. Ilefe has been seen a lot of movies that at i mean i don't live or by people from okay. so and when i tried to find out i found out that obafemi Alo university was a major university in Lefe, and not, not just a major Lefe. yeah <laughs> not just a major university in Lefe, but a major university in nigeria was one of the best three in nigeria at the time so i just felt oh it's just wise for me to want to go to Lefe, and there was any lag at that point in time but it was not it never caught my fancy so I wrote two entrance examinations to the university. I never chose any lag. I chose OU. 
those two times it was the second time again the admission so it was this for me to make that decision at that point in time because i already fell in love with that um with that location going for that to um okay. other decision making is like um, so when i graduated from the university um what job i was gonna take and um to issues on relationship and all i'd been i'd been doing love decisions on my own but then i know there's a place of getting counsel and getting advice and okay. i i i would say that most of the counsel and advice that i tend to get i do I, I usually glean them from looking at people that i like to be like sometimes i get them from i, I don't necessarily go to people to ask for direct advice but i did that at, at many at several times of my life anyway especially times of getting a job i had people i was uh-huh. interacting with online facebook at, at that time uh, and it came to relationship i think relationship i didn't have to i didn't have to consult anybody for relationship anyway because <laughs> I, I mean i mean i mean so I, I was just ready to explore let me put the word explore mm. yeah interesting interesting concept so for you decision making came came at a very early age when you had to then choose which um which field you would go into whether it's a commercial the arts or sciences true i think so for some for some people though right the those decisions were probably made by their parents or maybe by their grades i know i know one for major major people now it's based on your grades mm. they will then look and see oh i think you suit more for a science class yeah, or an art true. class or a commercial class um and then for uni i think um many times people people either parents or siblings would then influence your choice of school for some people right or if you're able to go ahead and then make your own choice yeah so um yeah so so far do you have any questions for me or this one yeah you i i realized as we we're talking you also mentioning times where you had your you, you began to experience adulthood and adulting yeah so from for you as a lady i like to you to come from the female perspective you know there's this um when you graduate from the university i feel there's more pressure on the guy on the male child than on the female child because on the male child there's there's a lot of expectations especially when you are now the first born as a guy an expectation to make some money not not just take care of yourself but to take care of family probably your family is going to be dependent on you and also to take care of um your spouse you're going to be in a relationship so for the lady yes if, if if there might be pressure but not as much as the guy the, the only pressure that, that might be available is the pressure to take care of yourself to take care of family depending on the nature of your family or your position in the family but the pressure of having okay. to add the body they had add the body of taking care of somebody in a relationship with i mean is not so um is not so um evident or is not so present when it comes to the female child. Well, I'll say, yeah, right. I would say it's it's um it's it, it's a um it's it's I realized that these things are actually not not as generic as you would think. I realized that the people's story actually sort of um sort of um modify how their experience go or their their realities go. Mm-hmm. So for me, right, um speaking from a lady perspective and i also would put it out just to as a disclaimer that i know that this may not be the reality of some other ladies right but for me being uh, the first child and coming from a 
quote and unquote, um, I won't even say middle level, maybe a low level, low income level parent. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, focus was more on um, trying to just get a job because I knew that I couldn't like just go back home after school. Mm-hmm. And I had done my, so I studied like a five year course, I studied computer engineering, mm-hmm. right? So in my part four, we had done internship where I started learning how to program and then, you know, they'll give you stipends. So for me, I knew the next thing was for me to get a job um, because I would then need to like ensure that I'm able to fend for myself to an extent. At the time, I think my dad was already retiring. So I knew that they wanted to then focus on maybe my siblings and ensure they complete education and all of that stuff. So luckily or fortunately, all thanks to God, I I did some interviews in school. I think it, I think it was my final paper in my final year that um, a company came to like recruit and then I went and then we did interviews and then they brought us Lagos to interview and all of that and then I got my job. So I think the emphasis for me then was just ensuring that I was able to first fend for myself because I wasn't going to be depending a lot on my parents for sort of like um, financial support, okay. right? So at the time it was just ensuring that I like had a job that could at least turn extent, quote and unquote. Of course, they had to support me in some ways because it wasn't like my job was like a lot, lot, lot. Yeah. But at least it reduced the burden mm-hmm. on them. In terms of relationship, though, I know in, so in school then, it should be went to effect. Mm-hmm. And your final year, there's always this pressure of relationship. Mm-hmm. In short, like, if, if your leader is in church, you call you and say, so what's happening? Is there a brother? You know, there's someone <laughs> talking to you. Um, you know, and all of that stuff, and you know, you just want to be like, oh god, I want to be in a relationship. Mm. Looking back now, I'm thankful that I really. So there were some certain things that were supposed to have probably happened, but they didn't come true. Okay. And I'm thankful because it allowed me the opportunity to sort of like even get to know myself, right, mm. after school, because I I then didn't have the burden. So because I didn't have to be burdened with a relationship at the time. Of course, I it wasn't like I didn't desire one, but. I didn't have to be burdened at the time because I felt like it probably would have also clouded my judgment in some decision making. Yeah. You know, because you then been thinking of your spouse or oh, do I want to do this because he is here, I'm here, and all of that stuff. So I didn't personally, I wasn't burdened with that. I was rather burdened with trying to get myself into the career space uh-huh. as a female developer. Okay. You know, there was already that issue of dealing as a female developer yeah. in a male-dominated um, environment. This was almost like how many years ago? Five years ago? Mm-hmm. So it was there was that one to deal with, mm-hmm. right? So I think for me, it was more of um, financial, making decisions financially. And then I didn't get to stay with my parents because they stay far from where I work. So I had to deal with emotional maturity with the folks I was staying with mm-hmm. and all of that. So that, that was it for me. For, me, for some other females though, that I know, I know that some of them didn't have to like deal with a lot of financial responsibility at first for some, and then they probably had to deal more with some had to. I think the story is diverse. Some had to deal with relationship, mm-hmm. but they didn't have to burden so much about. Um, I need to make a lot of money or this because they had probably had someone that was going to. T- I mean, if you wanted to get married after school, the person was, should be ready to take care of you because mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a job, or you're probably just getting a job, you're just getting started in life. Yeah. So I think the male will then probably be more burdened financially, quote unquote. But uh, over time, right, I feel the story may change, and of course, it has changed for many. So I think it's just it's just diverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, I like that. So, um, 
would like to add that let's talk about education for a while you know for education um you know your parents tend to take care of your education to up to your university university age for most people once you're done with your undergraduate studies your bsc degree you know yes. somehow you just know that you are going to take responsibility for education afterwards <laughs> and i said that, <laughs> that for most people you know. see my parents literally told me like we've done our job <laughs> if you want to do your masters go and work and you're going to spend for it you know so that that, that proves what i'm trying to say so so i like to say for you as a lady um all the education you've had so far since you left university um okay you, you directly answered that you i can tell that you took responsibility for them already <laughs> yeah yeah you know, but, but i'll talk about a more a more a, a different issue now on education okay. so i find that some some people want to travel outside their country to have their masters and to yeah. do their postgraduate degrees and all that but i think it's much more easy for ladies when it comes to that stage to want to travel really and that that's like a follow-up okay. on what i mentioned earlier on that for the men, for the guys, there's this pressure to um okay. to, to, to to take responsibility and all that, especially in this side of the world. But for ladies, it's much easier, I feel, I'm not sure, I want to debunk that. I feel it's much easier for them to decide to want to travel outside the country, take the risk of okay. going more years in their education and um Mm. They can they can afford to spare more years, three four more years of their lives to get more education. While the guy once he's done with his um, um, BS degree, he's not just thinking about getting more education, but thinking about getting more income, getting more job jobs. So I think that okay. I, I don't know I don't know what the statistics says, but I feel that we have more well, females well, in. Postgraduates with postgraduate degrees and males. I, mean, I don't know. I feel it's because they have less responsibility. Maybe she debunk that if you if, if that's true. Maybe, maybe. So I'm going to say maybe, maybe not. I think it depends on what they want. So I knew friends that when they finished uni, male friends, yeah. they went back to Florida. <laughs> already. They went back to Florida because I felt some of them wanted to be lecturers, some of them just wanted to be able to just go and then further already and then go back to the work industry so i would say reality and again let's let's also base it like of our clients so we're talking about nigeria africa mm-hmm. we're not probably talking about the rest of the world right yeah so i think it depends like you've said if it's maybe like the first child um, female male right and you depending on your family background mm-hmm. right because if your family are like i if you're like i income i don't know that they would really mind you going to florida because they probably want you to be able to like get some more um, um education right mm-hmm. but i know friends that like finished male friends right that finished uni and then swam back but but that was within nigeria okay. but if you're talking of going outside nigeria you know it's like more cost mm-hmm. right and also i know there was a concern for some around if you say if i go further now like the salary i usually earn and then support my family how would i then um, be able to like support them so it's it's actually tricky whether male or female i think it's tricky but um what i would then say is one thing i've learned it, it depends on um what you want to do so if you want to stay i'm going to probably be a lecturer i think it would then be good for you to like focus on just getting your education all sorted as quickly as possible but if you want to be like work in the career space mm. you should then know what does this industry require 
Does it need me to have a BSc and maybe a certification? Get it and then focus on working, build experience, and then it will then help you even focus on what you should really do your your master's or MBA in because you would have had some years of experience. You would have known, okay, I want to really go into this field or this field. So your your MSc or MBA then will be relevant to your career. <laughs> some of the mistakes people make is that, so I studied chemistry in university. I want to go and work maybe in a bank. Yeah. I should rather go and do maybe a business degree next, now not another degree in chemistry. But for some, because they just finished uni and maybe they have, they've not gotten a job, they're just going to do another degree in chemistry. So you're going to have two degrees in chemistry and going to work, want to work in a banking industry. Sometimes it will not your your degrees are going to be relevant to your work. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just good to, to sort of get like some years of experience. Yeah. And then you should then you be able to better know what you want to what are your education. All right, and um, I like to add to that by saying that um, there's a, there's actually a pressure, a form of pressure that comes when you're done with school, when you know you have to get a job, and when you want to make decisions around having to get further education and all that. When you, especially when you know that your parents are not going to be backing you up. So I want to just advise, give it as a general advice, and which was, which is what I've always been saying. Like it's just wise to share away the pressure. Don't let the pressure of social expectations hinder you from achieving your goals. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Very true. So let's speaking of social expectations. Do you want to touch on relationships? I know you said earlier that when it when it came to relationship, you were just able to like, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to go for. I want to just explore how this works. So how how has it been in terms of but for, for male? I personally I feel like for the guys, it's um the pressure to like get married, be in a relationship may not be as much as it is for ladies. I mean, as a lady, if you're in Nigeria and Africa, your auntie's asking you, if you mistakenly go and visit her, when are you bringing it? <laughs> your mom is saying, so I want to meet you. I want to have my grandchildren, <sighs> right? So how do you deal with social expectations? And then there's also, if you're, if you're a single lady sometimes and some expectations, you go some places, they, they feel like, oh, she's single, she can't do that, oh, this, that, that. So how do you, for guys, I'll probably speak to females, but how do you, do you guys have a lot of social pressure? Then how do you deal with all the relationship issues you face? Like, do you, before, before you, before you like get into a relationship, what are the things you probably look at and say, uh, this is why I want to go into a relationship now. This, this is what I want to in a female on, and all of that. So do you just want to speak to that? Yeah. So for me, I, I, I think I was still quite young when I graduated from the university and at that age, I was not going to be thinking of getting married. So, I mean, I still okay. had some time. When I say some time, I mean so long a time, just very short to have right. on my sleeves. Now, 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 I mean, um, there are some echoes in my head, like social expectations now. But then I don't even, I don't even listen to those <laughs> okay. echoes. So now that you're older. <laughs> I don't really listen to those echoes. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't listen to those echoes. I don't like echoes. Okay. Right, so at that time, I, I, I mentioned that I wanted to, I mean, when I when I graduated from the university, I just thought that okay, yeah. it should be it should be a time to get to know ladies more, get closer to ladies and get to know because yeah. prior to that, I was never in a relationship. And so I just yeah. thought that okay, let me let me let me begin to understand what it means to really ladies. Aside that too, I wanted to um I wanted to basically I think the the, the summary is I really wanted to know what it meant to relate to ladies and to to have ladies as friends. So what you meant to do what? To, be, to get to a lady, to be close to ladies, like I, I was never really close okay, to ladies okay, aside okay. my sisters. Before.
for and to I to make friends. I mean, when, when I hear the old boyfriend, girlfriend thing, I'm, me, I'm more like, okay, okay, let, let's explore. At least one day we'll get married, you know. So <laughs> let's let's know what it, it entails okay. and all that. So I, 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 me, okay. I attempt to um, be in a relationship at the time when I left school, but it was more of the informal relationship. I, I remember leaving very early, like leaving out. Of, I mean, I, I mean, I made friends with the lady and. After three months, I had, okay. to, I had to opt out of the friendship or let's say relationship because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because I felt okay. Was was it defined? Do you mind? Sorry for cutting it. Was it like defined? Like, you know, so there are different kind of relationships today. Yeah. You have the one that is the coded and you know, you're just, you're, you're friends, but you're going a little beyond friends to like, yeah, yeah. to like extra, extra, but you're not defining it as, oh, we're in a relationship, but you know, so was it like defined before you opted out or yeah, it was, was, it it was just, actually like, defined? It was defined actually. Okay. Well, that's it for normal than four months, and that's because I saw values in the other person that didn't align with what I wanted. So, I mean, it was I mean, okay. it was just it was just wise for me at that point in time to to opt out because I was very careful about being corrupted by wrong values. You know? Okay. So um, I'm, okay. I'm afterwards, I mean, I had to just take my time. I was not going to I was not going to consider just entering a relationship. Though I had a couple of female friends who I spoke with from time to time. So um, when I eventually made up my mind to go into another relationship, it was not like I made up my mind I wanted to enter a relationship. I, I just happened to find somebody that I found attractive and um, I decided okay. to enter that relationship. I mean, I decided to get close to the person and from there it led into a defined relationship, um, which, yeah. Okay. And, and so at that point in time, I was, I was not thought of, okay, let me get advice from this person, let me get advice from this person. I was more driven by my own interest. Uh, own design and, yeah. and so i okay. went to a relationship i learned a couple of things in it i never saw it ending at the beginning because, uh, because i of course you know we get clouded by love um, but by our own personal mm. interest and desires and all but along the way okay. uh, it taught me lessons of um having to know that it is um, your interest is not enough to keep you in a relationship. I know that. Mm. But, you know. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Daniel. Please, can you just say that again? For the people at the back. Your interest, <laughs> your, your interest, your interest is not enough to keep you in a relationship. You know, you, know, you need, you need to understand that yeah, your values have to align, your personalities have to align as well. You know, and then so that's that I learned along the way. And so if I've done anything differently, I'll probably have made kept friendship for a while to understand mm. where we the kind of person the kind of person where we really align in terms of values and in terms of personality okay. maybe by then i would have mm. had insights into knowing whether it should be a relationship a defined relationship or not together so you've said you've said some things which i think are crucial which i'll just quickly speak to so that our audience can also like um so it can also like get get those messages so two things which i heard from what you said you said a lot which is which are very valuable around relationships and then as young adults we're just trying to like so for you now in school you probably you didn't have a lot of female friends and then you wanted to just like explore and so now i would think that then if you had probably known better you would have just like explored like sometimes probably just put chilled back on relationships and just like explore like friendships and say yo this is nothing. We're just friends, yeah. <laughs> and try not to also break like the, the friendship code, yeah. right? So I'm thinking so to this that what we should cultivate now as young adults are like healthy relationships. True, true. So in terms of friendship, so 
So I'm just going to be trying to be friends with this person. And I'm not just, I'm not looking to marry you, mm-hmm. quote and unquote, mm-hmm. right? I'm just looking to be friends with you. So if something happens along the way, we're going to know that, oh, we'll be friends first and we choose to then go further. Yeah. But I think everyone, male, female, needs to then learn to build healthy relationships. But I think we, we won't have that if what we're just thinking of many times is just, I just want to get married. Mm. Because we need to be comfortable. So I feel you need to first be comfortable in your skin. Mm. Because have them um, self acceptance so that by the time you're going into a relationship, you know who you are, and you know what you're bringing to the table. So you're saying, "This is who I am. This is what I can take. This is what I cannot do." Don't be expecting me to be like this kind of person. Do you get? And yet, you have adults that have they understand themselves at, at least to a certain extent. So the expectations are clear. Because if you don't even if, if you don't understand yourself well, and you even feel like, "Oh, I have value," you realize that sometimes. Relationship will make you compromise on some things you call value mm-hmm. because you probably didn't even know that. But like, it's a value I have, but quote and unquote, you've not really experienced life enough to know oh, I could compromise on this or yeah. So I think one thing then is, is that is very crucial is we should learn as young adults then to build healthy relationships and just learn to network. I was going to talk to networking, but so just to come to to to, to talk on that. So we need to learn to build healthy relationships. Then the second one is. Looking at what you said, I think also that there's a place of then if you're choosing to then go into a relationship with someone, it should just probably take your time, right? Take your time. Build friendships first. Try to know the person. Exactly. Build friendship first. Then also for because of course you're a Christian, you have to pray. But because prayers is not just about praying. And Daniel said something which is Christian. said, interest is not enough. Mm. Even attraction is not enough. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> because you then you need to you guys need to align. So the way I look at it today is if I'm marrying you, I'm not marrying you just because um, uh, I like you. Because I like a lot of people. If I was going to marry people I like, I'm going to marry people. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have to like you definitely. Like you have to be attracted. But it, it's beyond that. It has to then come to the place of do we align in terms of purpose? Do we align in terms of values? Are we are we going to be able to work together? Because I'm going to be doing life with you for even more than I've done life with myself. Sure. So we need to be able to at the very least say, oh, we should be able to work together. I get to know you first. I start, okay, this, this, this. What is your value? What type? And then I try to maybe do my research, you know, talk to people and say, what do you think about this person? And unquote, you know, underground, essential ladies. You don't just, you know, jump on the bro. You have to be sure that. <laughs> it's not just jumping around ladies. <laughs> right? So you, you need to do this and then also pray. Prayer is very crucial. And then talk to like your mentors if you have any and say this person I'm looking to like go into a relationship with. It also keeps you accountable, right? It gives you it gives you sort of accountability that says, Oh, I want to go into a relationship with this person and this is what I think is what he said and this is what I want to do it. Then person can also help and guide you. Right. And I think that we'll then say if the relationship breaks, um, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Learn your lessons like Daniel has shared, learn your lessons and then Try not to just like jump into relationships. Let just take your time and let it like go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we've had like a great conversation. So yeah, far before you go, before you go, <laughs> okay. before you go, I like to ask you, um, um, what do you, what what are the basic elements? I mean, one or two or two or three basic elements you feel should be part of your or should be an ingredient in adulting. Uh, let's say basic principles, mm-hmm. basic elements that would help anybody have. Um, is safe and um, good good adulting. Mm, wow, 
Wow. <laughs> That's a very, very good question. I'm not sure I even thought about So, uh, for me, right, I would say um, first person or the first element is God, a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Because life will throw you calls. I mean, life will throw you plenty. Things. Sometimes you can't even tell your best friend, you can't tell your parents. And then a relationship with God is what you can, what will keep you. You can just go cry at the Lord's feet on your bed, in your room, and just talk to God about it. So I think a relationship with God is very, very crucial okay. as you begin the journey to adulthood. Then I would say self-awareness. Mm. You need to understand yourself and discover. I know this is almost becoming a cliche where people just say understand yourself, discover yourself. Mm. But it's actually very crucial because if you don't know yourself, what you want, what you don't want, people are going to throw trash at you and you're going to accept mm-hmm. it. So I feel like self-acceptance. Before you can accept yourself, though, you must first know yourself. So know who you are. Mm. Know what what you heard discover yourself you discover it in the place of prayers you discover it in the place of service you know by rendering service to others you will then okay i don't like this i like to do this by talking with people over time after you studied me what do you think i'm good at you know and these are things that help you discover yourself self-love self-acceptance then the last one will then be uh maybe uh many many actually but i'll just add them <clears throat> to self sometimes you need you need the right cycle circle of people uh, you try uh-huh. right you need <clears throat> excuse me you need the right set of people you need people that can push you you need people that can can so you don't need people that will just be oh you're doing well you have people you need people that will tell you on some days that you made it you, you know that was wrong uh-huh. you shouldn't have done that so you need a, a circle of people a circle of influence now this circle of influence can be both vertical uh-huh. So let's call me, <clears throat> excuse me, let's call me people like that your peers, people that you probably are in the same circle. And then vet, um, horizontal is like, oh, sorry, what's vertical? Vertical is straight. So vertical is hope. Horizontal is your peers. So sorry. Horizontal are people that are like your peers. Then vertical are like people that are like <clears throat> probably more senior to you that can sort of like, you can mentors, coaches. Mm. These people are going to really be very important to you in your life journey. Mm. Whether it's in your career, whether it's in your spiritual life, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in demands. Another thing that is crucial is self-development, right? You have to see, you have to focus on you. So I'm not saying you should be selfish, right? You, ha- you have to serve. But for you to serve, like I say, you can't give from an empty cup. You must get your cup filled up yeah. and then give from this. So I feel like self-awareness, self-acceptance, mentorship. God, you know, and then you can then go ahead. Family is also very crucial. That's what I said. I was having a conversation with my, we call him my pastor, like we call him my mate. But we're having a conversation earlier yesterday, and we're just talking around, having a conversation, talking around old family and only. And he said something that was crucial that even as old as he is, he still makes sure he visits his family. He takes his old family to go visit his parents and they spend nights at their parents' place. I'm like, whoa, you know. And he just talked about the importance of valuing family. Mm-hmm valuing friendships you know and just as as we we're young let's not like ignore our parents especially if you don't stay with your parents mm, right yeah. try to like check up on them more try to visit more often and just let them know that you're there so those those are very crucial those are the things so yeah so daniel i also like to hear from you yeah that's very cool <laughs> um, you mentioned you you mentioned basic things that one should have and one of the things i hold on to or rather i would say or advise anybody to have in, in your adulting stages mm-hmm. even if you don't have um, even if you don't have your self-motivation you don't have any self-motivation any other thing at least you should have like you said the right circle of people around you 
you should and by circle of people you could it could mean friends you could mean teacher you know but one core thing is you should have counselors around you counselors counselors people people call counselors mentors you can call them different names but the major thing is you should have counselors around you Counselors around you, you don't wait for them, and you don't you don't wait for them to come to meet you and say, okay, what you did is wrong and all that. No, because most people don't tend to look out for you until you go to ask them, okay, I want to make this decision. So you you need those counselors around you when you want to make decisions, important decisions in your life. Like the Bible also mentioned that in the multitude of counselors, um, there's safety. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So. Few counselors. That's that's very crucial. But thank you, thank you for sharing. So Daniel, before we wrap up, wrap up this conversation, I just want us to talk about fun things to do. Like, so what do you do for fun? <clears throat> like as a young adult, like do you? So you know, like from some they like go to parties after work on Friday, club, 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 dance, dance, dance. Um. So what do you do for fun? How? What do you do to relax? Ah, uh, to relax. Um. Mm, anyways, what is interesting to me is going to be boring to some people too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I, I think movies. Movies is one of the things I resort to. Although I'm not so much of a movie person, I would say. But when it going to, comes to going to the cinemas to watch movies, I'm always up for that mm-hmm. idea. And um, wow. yeah. It's so, so before you say the next one, what's like your, the most interesting movie you watched at the cinema? At the cinema. Um, yeah. The photograph. I, I watched that recently. Yeah, the Ooh. photograph. I, I think I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I can remember for now. So <laughs> yeah, like most I was trying to see if I knew if I know the movie, but I can't I can't remember. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's like all the mystery because other times I tend to yeah, sleep or just get engaged in this conversation. Even the cinema. Sometimes <laughs> I do. <laughs> but then Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is my first time of your readers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I so that's like I easily remember oh. the photograph. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So what happened? What happened in the photograph? Yeah, it was um it's more of a romantic movie and involved. Um, I feel like I watched that movie. I, yeah. I, Is it? Yeah. I. The one that the the girl's mom, right? Yeah. She she had a mom that um she she did she kind of replicated the same thing her mom did during her lifetime. You know. I remember yeah. it. Yeah, I remember it. I actually watched it in the cinema because the name was actually. I was trying to remember. I watched it in the cinema. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Okay. So we are going to say something else again after after saying that. Yeah. So aside, um, into the cinema, I I know I think I enjoy, um, I enjoy having conversations with interesting people, like just having conversations mm-hmm. with, um, inspiring people. I mean that that's. That, that's that's one of the things I enjoy to do. I like to do for fun. Maybe not too many people, but I mean, one on one, one on two conversations, and then talking about different mm-hmm. things. You know, it's also a good way for me to unwind. You know. Wow. Yeah. That's that's an interesting perspective. Let me say, are you a, you call yourself like a deep person? You say you're a very deep person, like because the thing like you like to have conversations. Some people will just be like, "What? Well, <laughs> I'll just watch a movie and then probably go to, go hang out somewhere. You know, you know, or just go to the beach." Yeah, yeah. So we consider yourself to be like a very deep person. Mm, that's very relative. So for me, I, I'd say. I, I crave for the deep. I cannot say if I'm deep yet. I think somebody else will, a third party will have to judge that. I always crave to know about the deep things and all that, but I cannot tell if I'm actually, I've gotten there already until somebody confirms that. So you get. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Wow. 
so this is this has been a very interesting conversation for me i just hearing from you and just hearing your thoughts and um i'm just gonna say it's, it's been fun this is actually i just call this series like the conversation series and you know this is like a starter and i feel like i feel like the, the, the title may just suit it because it's just good to just have this kind of conversations and just know what's going on through people's mind michelle obama says something that i really like and she says that we had the one we should we should be we should be proud of our story we should own our stories and sometimes i feel like we don't we don't we don't value our stories you know sometimes we just want to be someone else we just want to be a player or an actor in someone else's script but your script is amazing and please like you know you're 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 a total package <laughs> you have the eye the lows and you're just very like, we need to see ourselves as individuals and know that yeah i am a total package i don't know what that means to some people but it just means that what i am enough right yeah. Like I am good as I am, and just embrace who you are, and of course aim for like personal development in everything. Um, yeah. So I think I think this has been an interesting conversation. Let's talk about fun because of course I like I like to like have fun, quote unquote, because like you said, fun because for some people, <laughs> but for me, yeah, right. I think fun would be. I would love to like go to game arcades to play games. I've not been able. I'm not sure I've gone to a game arcade in Lagos yet. Please mm-hmm. and. As I'm so not proud of myself for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I think I would like to like go to game arcades, like have fun. What but what I do though is like I, I know I go I go to parks, right? I go to a lot of parks. I I like the beach. I love you no, know, I love the beach actually. <laughs> I love the beach, yeah. And you know, I just love to also I love to like um I love to also be my nice self. Mm. I don't know how that makes sense, but sometimes I just love to be by myself to just read. And just catch up on my own thoughts and just anger with me <laughs> and anger with friends. So, so yeah, so Daniel, do you have anything you just want to say to us as we just wrap up? Um, also, you can also give us like the social media and those where people can just like follow you, check you out. Yeah, you can follow me at Dan Shodams on Instagram and on Twitter at Dan Shodams. Uh, so, final words final words to be um, the process of your adulting get counsel get counsel from the right people mm. get from the right people mm. they will guide you they will help you they will put you on track and when when you're not even doing well when you, when you seem to be um low spirited and you're not you're not driven there will also be people to come through for you to motivate you so just mm. surround yourself with the right people and write books and write information Mm. thank you so much for that it's been wonderful so guys remember that surround yourself with the right people get counsel you know don't just do life alone join a community of people and just live your best life (laughs) thank you again for listening to heart to heart with institute to come your your way again have a great great week have a great life cheers thank you So if you're listening to this and you have like suggestions on what you want us to talk about, just like let me know. You can drop like a voice, you can record your voice message so I can listen to you or just 
drop your messages for me on social media at institute underscore on instagram at institute on twitter and just let me know what you taught her around the um, conversation series what would you like us to talk about already we have lined up issues on um, adulting finance volunteering entrepreneurship elf so what others do you like us to talk about just let me know and would um, have it so cheers and Cheers to living your best life. Bye.